Hey everyone, welcome to my show. I'm Tiffany Blackman, my so-called fabulous, and it is so great coming to you today in a special time here in Fort Worth, Texas, for sure, because we are getting, we are really, really getting geared up for a few things because the world has changed so much and we're in 2021. And I want to introduce to you a fabulous friend of mine. And I met her, gosh, I don't even know how long it's been. A couple of years. A couple of years at least. Yeah. Oh, my stars. Mm-hmm. So everyone, welcome to the show, Sabrina Renteria. Hi, how are you? I said it right. You did. You oh, my it. gosh, Great girl. Job. I was just... <laughs> I mean, seriously, I know her for so long and then you just can't say something and you, I didn't know my name a couple of times ago, but anyway, I'm, I'm surprised I didn't know, you know, I can say yours, but welcome to the show. And it's so good to meet you. And you have been such a great advocate of mine. You have sent guests to me. I know you've had list people, friends and follow me and I just can't thank you enough. So Absolutely. thank you for having me. how we met. So when I came to Fort Worth, I was in, we were in Austin and you have your people. Mm-hmm. You have um, you have people that 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 are in your life. And I am one of those that has um, events. Mm-hmm. Didn't last year, but have events. And I love fresh flowers. And this woman is your girl. So I was introduced to you through our friend, mutual friend, Rindy, mm-hmm. and um, with Go 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 Cowtown. Yes, ma'am. And she introduced you. You, I needed a florist. Mm-hmm. And she introduced, I, because I had been around and I told you this, I said, I'd, I'd be bopped around different florist and I just couldn't get my style. It's very personal. Is it's it? It's home. It's, I feel like we have the same thing. People, they pick you and you kind of stick with them. It's like your hairdresser. It is. And they know your style. They know what you do and what you have, the people that you have over and what you want. And that's kind of important, I think. So. I mean, you know. You know the vessels and the, the mm-hmm. everything I have in my house. I mean, and I love that. And you walked in and and you just you walked in my home, and I don't spend weekly file. I don't have that done. I'm not that. And I'll go in from here and there and get tulips because I love tulips. That's my love language. But you you really do have that special touch and that 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 makes you feel like you are trusted. I mean, you and your staff you. for sure. So with the go back, I think it's been three or four years, but, um, that long you're Vivian and Vine. Yes, and ma'am. when I was reading your bio and as long as I've known you, I didn't know the name of your company was your daughter's name. It is. So tell me, you owe, you own a, a florist, you own a full blown you're plan- wedding planner, event planner. So tell us a little bit about Vivian and Vine and, and what it was. I'm so amazed with branding. So we started off as the perfect plan and we did weddings and events and corporate events and we do festivals and kind of fun stuff. And we started working with other planners. I've been doing this for a while and uh, we get pretty good at it. And they needed some floral help, but they didn't want to use our company name because it was too many planners in one house. So, you know, you got the perfect plan and then another planner name was just too much. So after a while, we decided to separate them out. So that's when Vivian and Vine came into the picture. And so I took my daughter's name and we kind of played with a little bit. My friend Heidi Beth helped me. And so we separated them out, which made it so much easier on my planner friends because then they could utilize us and all the stuff that we have in our warehouse because I have a pretty big warehouse here in Fort Worth. And so they were able to use our stuff and kind of grow from there. And it kind of just kept going. That's amazing. I mean, and we were talking about this before the show. Branding is amazing. It's everything. It ch- you changed your name and your business, you know, exactly. grew differently, right? Yep. It's un- unbelievable. 
Yep. And you're in a new location or it's not really new now. Well, we got a little bigger. So we were in a smaller warehouse and we kept growing and we collect more things and I don't throw anything away. Katie Lee will tell you that I keep everything. So, I mean, I have all kinds of things. And so we needed a bigger space. And so when we grew, it grew our office space and allowed us to have more things in there. And then we started a company with some people called Pugnacious and with a new branding and marketing. And so they've moved in. And so it's allowed us to grow and just keep building some really cool stuff. Are you still in the same place that I came to see you off? Uh... We're on Riverside and 287. Okay. So you're still in the same yes, place. But I went in and and I was asking, do you by chance have charger plates? Oh, my stars. Do you have charger plates? We have everything. Oh, oh my yeah. stars. Everything. I mean, full-blown rental, right? Mm-hmm. We do. We've ended up with them over the time. We didn't really mean to. It just kind of kept happening. <laughs> so we just kept getting more stuff. I'm like, didn't oh. throw it away. Oh, no. Definitely not. So it's, I mean, and you paint it's your, your vision. Your vision is amazing. Thank I you. mean, because I, this might not be appropriate to say, but I don't like the um, the word is Pinteresty, mm-hmm. but there's great things on Pinterest. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. What is that? So it's the bait of my existence and I love it at the same time. So it allows girls, I mean, who wouldn't otherwise design or have that decorator feel, give us something tangible so that we can start. So a lot of the girls I'll say, do you have a Pinterest board? And they'll be like, yeah, okay. And then we look at them like, oh, okay. So let's, let's wrangle that in a little bit. <laughs> no, I know. There's like a hundred pins on here and we're going 40 ways. So we'll be able to come in and kind of get some ideas from them and then adjust and kind of make it more of a fluid vision versus all over the place. So it could be good and it could be bad. Correct. So there's some overpinning for sure. And we're like, oh, wow. And then, you know, bringing it back down and pick five right. of your favorite ones. And then we'll go from there. So that helps us a lot too. You know, what's so crazy is, um, my staff now with my company, I didn't realize you know, it's on Pinterest. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? I'm just so stupid. I swear. But, but they're like, oh my gosh, your Pinterest is just booming because your recipes or whatever the yep. case may be, because it's so visual, right? Yep. Yeah. You don't fight on Pinterest. No, I recipe off Pinterest. I'm super guilty of that because that's the picture and I want to see what it's going to sure. look like when you give me a recipe and I have no idea what it looks like. I'm definitely not going to pick it, but you let me Pinterest all day. And so that's exactly my go-to. Isn't I have a computer something? in the kitchen and I'll type it in. So well, hey, I didn't even know I had one until <laughs> recently. So, I mean, because I've not, I miss that mm-hmm. when, um, when I'm a single mom, I was a single mom. And when I, Kennedy was growing up, fabulous supported dad, we just weren't married, but I didn't have time to do yep. that when it was so, she graduated in 2017 high school. I just didn't have time to yep. do that because it's consuming, right? Oh yeah. You can go in a Pinterest hole and just keep pinning for hours. <laughs> it's like TikTok hole now. But it helps you with your business too, oh, yes. right? Yes. It is. That's been the tool I think that's helped the most for a lot of us, especially florists, because we're just now getting like programs and software. Where we can do pictures and make like we use details now and it allows us to make like a huge profile for them. And so when they get it, they can see what they're looking at instead of an Excel spreadsheet. No one knows the name of the flowers. You know, even if you love flowers, you still can't know them all. Mm-mm. And I learn new everyday flowers. So do you really? Oh yeah. Every day. Cause there's so many new like variations and they're doing all kinds of cool stuff and making double parrots and triple, you know, tulips and all the fun things. So we're learning every day. Right. So is, um, is it true that flowers are certainly seasonal, right? Absolutely. And mm-hmm. I love peonies. Oh I gosh. Know. You brought me some, um, pink. Mm-hmm. They look like candy. Like, mm-hmm. And is it, I mean, so it's expensive. What is the deal with like seasonal flowers? So there is seasons right now. Well, it has been amazing where we get them from all over the world now with shipping. We've had, it's been much easier for us to get all different varieties, but currently we are having a freeze situation that's Mm. kind of put us upside down as well as shipping and getting things to us. So planes, they're not loading them like they used to when COVID happened, you know, all the flower farms shut down. And so a lot of their crops died and so they're having to start over. And it's been the weirdest situation, just trying to get what we can get and fill our orders. Son of florists are having a really hard time and everyone's trying not to 
say, return to smile and nod because, you know, weddings are already hard enough and you don't want to hear your florist call and complain about what flowers we can't get, you know, so. And so COVID was, I didn't even think about that. It killed us. Those poor, it was so hard to watch them just trash so many flowers. It was just heartbreaking. The videos of them just dumping them because there was nowhere for them to go. Couldn't ship them out. Had nowhere to send them. Nothing was going on. You're joking. Mm -mm, It killed us. From all over the world. All over the world. (gasps) Yep. I haven't even thought about that. And a lot of farms went out of business. We had a lot of Dahlia farms that went out of business. So those have gotten harder to get. And um, just kind of trying to figure out and readjust as, you know, the new COVID way, I guess, is how we're putting it, especially for events. Because, you know, they shut us down completely. You know, everyone in you our industry, shut down, mm-hmm, right? the hospitality industry got hurt so bad. And we're still trying, trying to come back from that. So are you? Mm-hmm. And how's it going? It's going okay. The vaccine's helping. People are wanting to get out more and you know, venues are allowing more people with them changing the rules. So it's been, it's been good. And I think people in about a year, I think everyone's going to be a little more comfortable. But Do you? I really? think ready, people are ready to get out. I mean, they're dying. I mean, Easter was, um, so we are, whatever day is it? It's April. And so Easter was last weekend for us, well, for everyone. Right. <laughs> saying It was Easter and it was, it was exciting. Remember mm-hmm. last year? Yeah, it was miserable. Ghost town. Yeah, because we didn't know what to do. We were just kind of hanging out at the house, poor kids. But this year we did the same thing. They ran in circles. We were totally okay with it. Yeah, totally different. Totally Mm -hmm. different. So it's amazing. So the business and the business world and the hospitality and... I mean, it's amazing. So yeah, it's crazy. But I do appreciate your talent. And so how is your holding people being employees. I mean, how, how has that been? It's been a little tough. I think a lot of people pivoted into new careers. And so they left our industry and then just getting other people to go back to work. It's not really what they're wanting to do. It's, it's a rough life. Everyone's like, Oh, being a florist is so cute. Um, no, it's hard. It's, it's hard manual work. later. Every time, yeah, every time we bring a guy over, they're like, Oh, this is easy. And then they're like, Oh my gosh, that was 20 hours. I'm exhausted. I was like, yeah, we work pretty hard. And so getting people back has been a little tough for us. So we're working through it and trying to get everybody back and excited about their jobs. Right. Because it, it takes talent too. But you were even saying to me, gosh, oh gosh, a few months ago, I just need someone to deliver the flowers. Yes. That's the hardest part is getting just people to just take them for us. We've had, we have so many orders coming in. We just can't get to all of them. Oh my goodness. So, and I just keep sending them your way. No, you do it. I'll take all your orders. <laughs> I remember everyone. So I am from small town America. I have, I, I, every, you all know I'm from tiny town, Wortham, Texas, it, population 1,008 it was when I was there. But I I called you because I need to send flowers to this town. And I'm trying to explain to Sabrina where it is. And she said, girl, I'm from that area. And she's forget about it. It was so funny, though. It was. I mean, we were, we gave them explicit instructions. I was like, you have to do this with this flower. And I want a picture. And she's like, you're serious. I was like, yes, yes. we need it to look away. And she was like, okay. And I was like, don't mess it up. And she was like, wow. Yeah. You don't even know this That's woman. That's what we do. We're in service. Our clients, you want something, we'll get it for you. But yeah. That poor lady. She was, she was so proud of herself too. She sent me a picture. She's like, is this okay? I was like, perfect. Perfect. Please just do it. Yeah. No baby's breath, please. No, good Lord. No. Please. Tell me there's, there's baby's breath is still a thing though, isn't it's still it? still a thing. I know it breaks my heart. It's, it's still here. It's is it a bush? Now they've painted it colors. So now it's a thing. And so now it's everywhere. But, but is it a live plant? Yeah, it is. <laughs> never goes away. It never, never goes away. Then it dries and we still have it. So it never yeah. dies. Mm. I know. So tell me about your children. You are a single mom. I sure am. And you work so hard. And I have seen you leave my home and race to coach a softball game. <laughs> yes. So tell me your, the age of your children. So my son is 12. Um, he's in the sixth grade. He goes to North, or I'm sorry, he goes to McLean. My daughter goes to North High Mount. She's in pre-K. She's my little firecracker. 
Pre-K. I saw a five and 12, not the normal. So our schedule is pretty crazy. We have, cool. Yeah. One at seven, one at nine, one at two, one at four. Sure. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. So in being a single mom, a lot of work, mm-hmm. you have a full-time job and you run a company mm-hmm. and you are empowering women. And I'm so proud of you because you, you explained to me a couple of months ago, you were running for Fort Worth city council. I am. I am. So I have born and raised here in Tarrant County and the city has given me so much I mean, my business and my family, I wouldn't be able to take care of my kids if it wasn't for like all the community members and the people and people like you that keep us, you know, we're, it's a small town, big town around here Mm -hmm. and everybody takes care of each other. And so without that, I wouldn't have been able to grow anything that I have. And so I'm, it's, I think I'm at a point now where we do pretty well for ourselves and our business takes care of itself. And I want to turn around and give something back. And so I think our city has changed so much. And I think it's time that I can kind of get in there and kind of show my daughter She's got a voice and how to use it and, and do some good. Is that the reason why you're, other than giving back to Tarrant County and the community and who knows where this will take you, is that the reason to, what would be the the, the, the main reason to really show your daughter and your son? Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. What, what well, is, and to art, like it's changing so much and I've been here and this is my home and I want to make sure that it stays my home and that we still you know, give value to the things that Fort Worth started off as, I mean, we're growing and changing and that's amazing. And I'm in district nine. And so we are like the cultural hub. We have the coolest restaurants and people and artists and culture venues, all the things. And people, I think miss that. And so I want to fight for us because we, you know, my warehouse is over here. So I live in the district, work in the district, uh, play in the district, kids school there. So we spend most of our time at all the places and I feel like they just get missed out so much. And, and I want to bring that forefront and let everybody know about us. Right. Right. Because it's, it's a voice that needs to be heard. Exactly. Right. For us too. But there's a lot going on. There's a lot of small businesses and a lot of young people that may not, you know, understand how it works or be able to take care of that for themselves. So we got to stick together. So, so is, um, okay. Everyone forgive me because I don't like to talk about politics at all because I'm not educated and I can listen to people, but I don't feel like I have the capacity to, to really debate. Well, you know, I'm learning a lot every day. I'm sure you yeah, are. Yeah, it's crazy. Is city council politics? It, it it's per, it's public service. So our job is to that. take care of our constituents and the people. So it's more to me the way that I look at this is this is a business. Like I would treat it as any other business. You know, I I am in the service industry. That's what I do. And so the citizens are that's who we're here to serve and to take care of them and get them what they need. And there are so many things that our city needs. And so just marketing and branding and tourism and, you know, everyone complains about your property taxes and the ways to combat that. And so there's so many really creative ways that I think that we're missing that we can, can bring some stuff in. Is it a paid? It is a very, very small paid position. I think it's about $25,000 a year. So it's really not, that's not what you're after. No, it's, no. it's not worth that. No. The worth it is taking care of, of my kids and, and the city. And I see a lot of changes and I want to be a part of that. So really? we're on the professional wedding guild. And so we've been growing ourselves. We were a small part. And I think people are, I was like, Oh, weddings, that's really cute. Well, it's a billion dollar industry that people mm. discount all the time. And I don't think they realize how much of this community has, I mean, Fort Worth has more wedding venues and vendors than any part of Texas. Like Fort Worth is huge. We have more venues per capita than half the United States. I mean, Dallas, Fort Worth is like the second largest wedding market. Really? So you're missing out on so many really cool people. And so kind of bringing that to the front and just small businesses, you know, I mean, that's what we're kind of based on. Fort Worth was built on the small business. You know, when we go back to COVID because, and we, Paul and I said last year, we we're going to start talking about it and 
May. No. But what it's done to small business. It's, and it's it's amazing, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's taken so many. There are a lot of our vendors who aren't coming back. A lot of hotels that aren't coming back, restaurants who lost people. So I just trying to figure out a way to get us all back. It was kind of our goal and live our life again. I know that's what we want. So what makes you, okay, first of all, let me back up. Why? I mean, I'm just like, I have had said so many times and I look at Mayor Betsy Price, bless her soul, bless her soul. I mean, just in local politics, and I said this politic word, but local public service, the skin you have to have, the, the, I couldn't do it. It's pretty tough. I'm learning more every day. I'm pretty tough. I'm pretty honest. Oh, so. I can only imagine. <laughs> so, yeah. So we stick with it, but just trying to still make a difference. It's going to take people that are going to have to be tough. I mean, it's it's hard. I mean, just learning all the things I've learned, being a part of it, it's 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 brutal. And so I think it's more brutal locally than it would be nationally because it gets pretty tough around here. But because everybody's got a reason, right? And so we've been door knocking, kind of walking around and getting to know people because, you know, I grew up in Oakhurst and we work over off of, you know, 287 Riverside. So I'm all over, you know, we live in South Hills. So there's a whole bunch of, we're everywhere. And so I just keep asking people like, what do you need? And everyone needs something different. And so this, it's such a diverse community. So trying to figure out what that looks like and kind of separating, okay, what do you need? And then what do you want? So how do we make your needs happen and we get everyone's needs together and more community? Because, you know, we, near Southside, we're growing so fast. I don't think everyone's kind of thought to put it together because everyone's trying to grow their community so quickly that we're not really kind of setting down and saying, OK, what does the whole thing look like for us? What does our district look like and how do we make it better for everybody? And so, like I said, sitting everyone down and saying, OK, what do you need? What do you need? All right. Then what do you want? And then prioritizing that and then going from there. But how do you do this? And because you can't make everyone happy. No, you'll never make everyone happy, but at least trying, at least, you know, transparency and let, you know, letting them know that you're here, like letting them know that they can call you. And if you have a problem, we're certainly going to talk about it. I may not be able to fix it for you, but I will hear you and we will try. And everyone, you know, I think that in our areas, people have some things that other people's need. They may not realize that because they don't take the time to get to know outside your neighborhood or your area because you get so wrapped up in your life with your kids and all the things going on. You may not be looking outside, you know, a few blocks away that has a different issue that you guys can maybe work together on. Right. So. And have a voice, right? Exactly. Exactly. It is amazing. And, you know, in our world has changed our cities, cities. I live in Austin and, and uh, Fort Worth as well, but the cities have changed so much and the fighting and the the disagreeing and I've never, you know, it's exhausting. I, I mean, I, I commend you because I still say those politicians and frontline workers right now bless their souls because it's tough. I mean... It really is. I say that like I'm there. I'm just watching. <laughs> I mean, just watching too. It's same for us. Like just trying to figure out, you know, where you fit in and how you can fix and help and, and be there because it, I mean, there's no right answer to any of these right now. We're everyone's still figuring it out. And I feel like that's the one thing Fort Worth needs is communication. I feel like that's the one thing that's been toughest for us is trying to figure out what's going on. There's been really been no like streamline of information, even when it was, you know, the snowmageddon, we couldn't figure out which water to boil and who was boiling it. So I think bringing in our own marketing team. You know, every great business has a great marketing team, right? That's how we survive, right? With branding and marketing and mm-hmm. communication and getting that story out there. So I feel like doing that for the city is a really a good way to kind of at least get us started on the right track. And, you know, social media is where it's at. It's not going anywhere. We know that. So, and the younger they are, the better they understand it. I mean, my 12 year old teaches me something new every single day. And Isn't I thought it I was pretty cool. Uh, you know, I'm not. You not thought cool. you were so good, I'm but not, you're not good. I'm terrible. I know. It's so every day there's like a new app. I'm like, what? I just learned this one. I you know, know it. So. And it's obsolete. Exactly. So trying to figure out how to maybe utilize some of that stuff and get us all together is kind of my plan. You know what? That is a, I love that because 
The city doesn't have a marketing plan. I mean, I'm sure they do, but I feel like it's just, there's so many outlets. I feel like it's not streamlined. I, know. I mean, it's hard to even get information for anybody in every neighborhood, you know, and you've got so many heads of neighborhoods. It's doing my research and I, and I knew about my area, right? I live here. I knew about it, but I didn't know about it. And now I know about it. <laughs> now, like, you know, I have so many questions. Do you really? And yeah. So I'm like, how do I figure all this out? So how do I get in there? You know? So what would be, what is, what was the most shocking thing that you've discovered? I think everyone, the one, the roads and travel and trying to get around around here has been so tough and trying to get small, but when you go over to Magnolia, it's so hard or near Southside trying to park. It's the worst. Just trying to find somewhere to put your car and transportation is pretty crazy. We're Fort Worth. We're probably going to keep driving our cars. We'd like to think that we're going to use public transportation, but we're not. We're going to drive. We like our cars. Yeah, we do. So trying to figure out ways around those big issues is kind of what I've been trying to figure out. Right. You know, um, you have your children, I mean, teenagers now, but, but, but yeah, or the 12 year olds almost. He's like going on 40. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, but there's that, but it's amazing to me in this, I, I'm talking about transportation. My daughter's 22, 22 in a few weeks. That group of kids will not think twice about taking an Uber or public mm-hmm. transportation. And I'm so proud of them mm-hmm. because when I was younger, we well in Wortham, Texas, you didn't have an Uber. Mm-hmm. Not certainly didn't have that. Or a ta- taxi was. Are yeah. you kidding? We What's didn't even that? have that. I mean, but how public transportation for these kids is it's amazing. And this is the new generation coming mm-hmm. in. Yep. You know what I mean? I don't think twice about. Well, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm talking with these kids drinking and driving. I don't do that. But I'm, what I'm saying is, it is amazing and how it could if we did have public transportation. Right. How much more they would use it. My son talks about it all the time too. Really? Even like a trolley system or just a different way, even our own, you know, set of cars and our own Uber system, something fit Fort Worth that is unique to Fort Worth. Cause you know, there's a lot of safety concerns that people raise on different issues with that. And so getting some more, something that's unique to us, I think is the goal. Cause mm-hmm. Fort Worth is a pretty cool place. I mean, it's pretty unique. I've, you know, I went to school in places and we've traveled all over the world doing events and everywhere. And you get to see how much you love your home when you go other places and you're like, yeah, I'm going home. Isn't that the truth? Mm-hmm. I mean, it is, you know, I went to TCU, gosh, I graduated in 77. So I was here 83 to 87. And, and, um, my, oh my, how the, you know, it was the stockyards and mm-hmm. Sundance square. Yep. That was it. That's that, that's what you did. And how it's changed so very, very much the museums and I mean the museums, but, but I mean, it's just amazing, well, right? You, there's so many restaurants and bars and West Seventh's amazing Magnolia South side. It's just, there's so much race streets really cool. Now there's so much over there that people don't even realize. So, I mean, it's growing and now the stockyards is revamped, which is incredible with the Drover. So we have so many really cool things in Fort Worth that just people don't know. Mm-hmm. There's no way for everyone to know all of it. Right. And so that's the goal is trying to do more, Our, you know, publications do a great job of trying, but there's just so much here and people, I think they miss it. And that so. is your call to duty right now mm-hmm. is yep. just, is just to market our city and bring those tourism dollars here. We want people to come and then go home, you know, come visit and come see all the amazing places, put money back into our, our city and our small businesses and our restaurants. Because we have to now. Yeah, we need it. We, we need it. Fort Worth needs it. So what makes you, what makes Sabrina, Sabrina? Like what, if you could tell me why, I mean, why would I, why would I vote for you? So I, um, I like to think that I work pretty hard for my clients. So it, it's, it's always going to be service for me. So they're always going to be a client, right? Because you want the experience of a client. You don't want the someone to think of you as a burden. They want to think of you as someone they're trying to help and service. And so I think that's the different perspective, I guess, unique that, I mean, we work pretty hard for our people. No matter what we do, we do our best to give them what they want and what they need. 
And so I think that's my goal is to kind of bring that more service and oriented over and run this like a business. Cause that's what it is, you know, and try to fix the problems that we have. Cause I think we've kind of lost sight of that a little bit. It's a huge business. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't even know where to start. I mean, I and you didn't either. Right. Right. When did the light bulb go off that this is what you needed to do? So I'm over off of Riverside and 287 and we have a huge homelessness issue over there. Do you? Yep. That's so over in that some, area. We had some prostitution issues. And so we were getting frustrated cause we'd have break-ins and, you know, I was getting mad all the time and I was like, why do they keep doing this? And I, you know, I called my dad and I was like, what's a way for me to bring this together? Like, how do I, how do I change this, this, you know, our dialogue? Cause this isn't working. And he was like, go meet them, bring them over, get to know them. Cause my dad was, you know, it's a police officer for you know 25 years. And he's like, you got to get to know the people in your area or else you're never going to, you're never going to make it. So we invited, um, every, we had a, quite a few homeless people and a couple of ladies and we invited them up. I was like, come look in our warehouse, come check it out. And they're like, what? And I'm like, come in here. There's nothing that you want. I promise. I was like, but come see what you think. And they're like, yeah, we really don't want anything in here. I'm like, I know. I was like, so if there's anything you need from us, you tell me and we'll get it for you. So anything left over food wise or clothing wise, or, you know, floral wise, which they loved, we would just leave for them or put outside or set up for them. And it built kind of a relationship. And so we, I kind of realized, okay, so this is actually working. So, and then they were friendly and we get to know them. And then, you know, the people that are walking around. And so it kind of became a thing. I was like, all right. So, and you know, we have trash that are an issue over there. We have, you know, just a ton of things that could be better. And I know that everyone's working so hard and with COVID, you know, it's hard to keep up, but I think a fresh set of eyes on a lot of things would be helpful and kind of, you know, come up with more innovative ways. Cause you know, that's what I do. We're problem solvers. People come to us when they have a problem and they're like, okay, this is our vision. How do I do it? And that's what we do. We kind of do it. So I'm hoping to kind of put that into perspective and use it. Don't you think that people just want to be heard too? Yes. Just listen. I mean, all they want to do is hear about it. And that's what we did. We made a lot of friends. We sat and listened to them tell us about their life stories. And you learn a lot of cool things that you don't know about people. Right. And everybody's got a really cool story. I think sometimes they get missed because people look, you know, they look right past them. Mm-hmm. And so we've learned a lot about a lot of the people in our neighborhood and we love them now. I mean, they take good care of us. And if we have an issue, they'll come say, Hey, there's a new guy in town. We saw him, you know, he's come oh, by wow. your gate, you know, so they're kind of keep an eye on us too. Uh, and it's kind of cool. So it's the, how big of an issue is our problem is homelessness in Fort Worth, Tarrant County. It's getting, it's getting quite a bit. I think with the COVID, I think a lot of people are new. So, you know, we knew a lot of the people in our area before you kind of kept track of them. And I think now it's getting worse because it's new faces that we didn't really know before. And so I don't know where they're coming from, but we're kind of, kind of noticing that it's new. So I think it could become an issue more, you know, the tent cities were kind of bad and they're trying to work on that. And it's, it's been rough over there. So but we're trying. Everybody's trying pretty hard. It's just, I don't really know what the immediate fix is on that and where that goes. I know that we need some more, some more facilities and a couple different things. So trying to figure that plan. So um, do you think that, I'm not sure how, how you think, your kids are back in school. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And what are you thinking, what do you think about school? I mean, in person versus virtual. My son did not do well with virtual school. He is a, he's a people person like his mom. So he likes to talk to people and interact. And so we struggled so hard with online school. And there's some kids who are doing fantastic, but we, our personal experience, it didn't do well. So as soon as school opened up, we were back and he got to be himself again because he just kind of felt like a hermit. And, you know, it, when you're in the sixth grade, it's the hormone time. So it's not like the best time to be locked Mm-mm. in a house for a year. Mm-mm. So he was, you know, do I have any friends? What's wrong with me? And I'm like, there's nothing wrong with you, bud. Everybody, there's something wrong with everybody right now. Everybody. You know, everybody's and got depression something wrong. And- it was a big deal for him and he struggled so hard. And so we were so excited to get him back into school and my daughter's a butterfly too. So she got to start pre-K and she kind of, she went to daycare because they stayed open for us because they were essential. 
Yeah. So we got to go to daycare a couple of days a week, which helped with business. Cause you know, we were still trying to work as much as we can and, you know, do that COVID pivot where we were working for caterers and trying to keep things going. Mm-hmm. So it allowed us to, um, to, to keep working, to so. keep working mm-hmm. and just to keep going. Right. That's what we have to do. Like whenever, I mean, no one's going to pay my bills and me. Right. So I got to keep going. We got to keep pushing. Isn't that the truth? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, you know, keeping businesses open and, and I mean, I just do look at, you know, I'm in, I'm a chef. So my friends that are in the restaurant industry with margins that already are razor thin yep, and then shut the doors and, mm-hmm. you know, and those that went curbside and how many times have I said on the show, the day I remember shut, we, we, they were closing the country down and I went to one of my favorite restaurants and, um, there was about 50 to 75 people out, the regulars outside waiting to go in and can't go in. And the bus boys were trying to get food out curbside who's heard of curbside before and yelling the people yelling i'm like guys this is day one this is week one i mean but we thought it was going to end everybody said remember they said august and we're like no like be fine be over in just a minute it's fine just hang out it'll be great we're like oh yeah cool get two spring breaks right good story i know but just the patience and again felt so poorly and they didn't know what curbside was. Oh, we were making it up as we were going along. Like all of us were because no one knew what to expect or how to handle it, you know, and it, we were, we were literally making it up as we go along, you know, Mm-mm. coming up with new processes and new things and setups and trying to run food out as fast as possible and just trying to get people comfortable to come eat food. Exactly. You know, it's so. just a comfort lever because mm-hmm. we're all scared of each other. I know. I know. Going just like, oh, sorry. Hey, yeah. hey. Yeah. You know, we're exhausted. And, you know, we had um, we had the three of us had COVID and I might have told you that. But um, and we survived. We're fine. But um, people are scared of us. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was embarrassing, too. It was like, yeah. it was like we had a, an STD or something. My <laughs> gosh. Know, it's I mean. the worst. So my dad got super sick and he ended up with double pneumonia and he he did not do well. He was so sick and we were so worried and scared. But oh. The rest of us did okay, but he just, it was, it was terrifying. Did yeah. he go in the hospital? Yes, he did. He ended up going to the hospital for a few days and he's honoring, you know, he's the kind of man who has surgery and tells you a week later, you're like, oh, by the way, I had like surgery. You're oh, like, Lordy. What, what, what happened? Where were we? So we learned a lot from it and yeah, but other than that, we were, we were okay. So. Wow. It's amazing. Lucky. Okay. So lucky. you're in actually district nine, which is my district. Yes, ma'am. And, um. So tell me about that district and what makes this a district? So the city kind of draws lines so that you have someone who can kind of take care of your, of your concerns. So a water, trash, um, you know, your homelessness, health, all those fun things, you know, your fire and your police working together with those guys to keep everything safe. And, um, they kind of break us up. So we are a smaller district compared to the others because we are, there's so many people because it cuts through right through the middle of downtown. So it goes from like Oakhurst scenic all the way over to Hewlett and 20 and everything in between. So you have a plethora of ages, cultures, demographics, kind of all in one space. And it's, it's a really hard um, district to manage. I mean, because you have so many different types of people. So to make everyone happy, like you said, it's, it's almost impossible, but we certainly have to try. And so kind of bringing that together and figuring out better ways to communicate, because I feel like communication is where we're lacking the most. So I think everyone's learning things secondhand and off Facebook and, you know, half of that's not true anyway, you know, because everybody makes up their own memes and their own things. So I, that's, I would love for it to be easier to talk to people because our teams can't run without it. So like I said, it's a business, right? And that's how we run our business. Communication and setup and planning is huge. And so we have pl- we have backup plans for our backup plans because, you know, we never know what's going to happen in our industry and how it's going to handle. And we have 2,000 people 
you know, at a conference, we have to make sure that everything's covered. And there's no reason why we can't take those plans that these incredible planners work through and, and put those over on the city and with the same and see how they work. Okay. Now I told you, I'm, I'm really kind of making myself look like a goober, but how many districts are there? So there's nine currently. So to- there's t- total nine. Okay. Yes. And what's happening right now is we're redistricting. So the city has grown and every 10 years they come in and they change the districts up and they kind of move some things around. We don't know what that looks like. And that's one of the reasons I think that this race is so important as well as you have so many people running because that's, they're going to control that and it lasts for 10 years. So this redistricting, redistricting, excuse me, will last for the next 10 years. So really? it's important that it's taken care of. And so I think the fight right now is if we, you know, bring in a private company, let them do it, or if you let the city council do it. So there's a lot going on in our city. There's a lot of changes and, you know, the mayor race is here. So that's huge. I mean, it's the first time we've had a mayor race in quite a while. So everybody is kind of on the edge of their seat trying to figure out what, what's the next step for Fort Worth. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, because Mayor Betsy Price is retiring. Yes. Is that, is yes. that the right word? Yeah. I mean, she's stepping down and she's going to open that seat up for someone else. So. And there's how many running? Uh, don't quote me. I'll say seven. Seven. I there's thought we talked about that. Yeah, there's quite a few. Quite a few. I mean, we have nine in ours. I mean, it's, I mean, everybody, and it's kind of cool because everybody's involved and you want them to stay involved because I think local government's the thing that people forget about the most because they think about the presidential election, but these guys are in control of your life. They control your trash, your water. I mean, there's a lot of things locally that people don't realize that they, they control your whole life and you kind of don't give those guys enough credit. Mm-mm. No. Yeah. They, they still, they spend a lot of time. They've, you know, balance your budget and make sure that your, you know, city services have what they need. And, and I think paying attention to the people that are in charge of that is huge because it's, it's a big deal. And everyone's like, Oh, it's fine. It's not, you, I mean, it's something that I think the younger generation doesn't quite understand. And I didn't even understand until mm-hmm. I started being a business owner and asking all these questions. I'm like, you know, what about city codes? Like, how do I get a hold of this person? And you start to realize, Oh, well, all these people are connected. And so keeping track of that, I mean, there's a water board, there's a TCC trustee board. I mean, there's an education, you know, it, there's a lot. There's a lot of public officials that people didn't even know about. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. It I really mean, I is. learned so much on this show with, and especially now because, again, I don't talk about these things because I'm not, I feel inadequate, you know? It's easy to do because it can go on and on. And even for myself, like learning, like I said, every time I go somewhere, I learn something new and someone tells you their perspective and you're learning just everything. And it's a lot to take in. And isn't life about learning? It, it really is. And it's kind of cool. I love it. I love getting to meet new people. And every time we go somewhere else, learning about their story and kind of what their struggle is. And I'm like, okay, you know, and you kind of take all that in and you try to figure out how you can do something about it. And so that's what one of our friends, she, um, she works for the city and I call her and complain all the time. And she looked at me finally, we we're at lunch and she said, look, are you just going to keep complaining about it? Or are you going to do something about it? And I was like, I think I'm going really? to do something about it. And that's kind of what pushed me to do this. And I was like, I think I'm going to do something about it. And so I started doing my research and I was like, okay, I think this is where I'm at. And so when I sat down with her, she's like, oh, you were, ki- I, I'm not kidding. And she's like, okay, let's do it. You have a plan. Like, plan. When did you make that decision? Um, several months ago, we had talked about it. Um, when COVID happened, it, you know, it, it forced me to, I didn't know if events were going to come back. I didn't know if I was going to get my life back. So I went to school. I have a degree in philosophy. So I, I wanted to go. I know it's very confusing. People are like, my florist has a degree in philosophy. I'm like, my poor parents. I was going to ask you. So, I never knew. Yeah. So my sister actually is so funny. So my sister went to OU for medical school, came out of kindergarten teacher. I was trying to go to law school, came out of florist. So our poor parents, they were like, what did we, what happened? Like, Confused. what did we do wrong? Like we thought we were on the right path, no. but no, we're both super happy. And I think that's the most important part, right? We're both obviously in service, but 
that we get that from both of our parents, but I think just trying to figure out, you know, where we belong in this whole thing. And then philosophy degree, you know, that's, I wanted to go, I worked for governor Perry's office in Austin. I you did? did? Internship. Yeah. There. And then I worked for Kay Granger's office when I was home. I really, it was important to me. I really wanted to be involved. I was in college. I was really into it. There it is. Yeah. And then, um, I needed a job to pay for a law school cause I wanted to go so bad, you know, that was my dream. And, um, well, it's expensive. And so I got a job with an event planner and she was an amazing planner, not so great at the business portion. Uh, and so when she went out of business, I just kind of kept going. And then my mentors were like, you know, you're pretty good at this. You should maybe consider it. And so what, 12 years later, I'm still doing the same thing. Wow. So, yeah. And, and so you it. do have this passion. So it, it can't, it, it, yeah, it didn't just come overnight. I think people are like, you do wedding planning. That's cute. I'm like, that's well, cute. I'm much that's, smarter than I you look. You say so, that always. Yeah. <laughs> people are like, that's so cute. I'm like, is it though? Because I can't tell you how many times a day someone's like, oh my gosh. I'm like, no, you have no, no idea how terrible this is. No. I mean, it's not terrible, but it's hard. You know? It is. It is and, so you know, hard. And I have a different brain. I'm wired a little different. So I got both. We're a little creative and, you know. Yeah. They think it's glamorous. Oh yeah. It's, oh no. No, you're I not the bride. Like, yeah, exactly. Like I'm cleaning up after her. She looks fantastic. <laughs> she looks fabulous. Yeah, I'm sweeping. Don't That's mind a, me. I know. So, I mean, yeah. it, it is. And, and that is another public service too, but we mm -hmm. pay for it, of exactly. course. But yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is amazing. Yeah. So, okay, let's go back to the nine districts. So who is on, when is, go ahead tell me, because uh, when is, the, because coming up soon. So is, April 19th is um, early voting. Okay. And then May 1st is your election. So it's so important, you guys, to check everybody out. There are so many amazing people running and I'm, I honestly am just honored. So out of our nine, we only have two ladies running, which is a big deal. And you know, it is this, you do have to have thick skin. This is a tough race and to be included and at least put your, you know, bring in there to even try is important. Yeah. And that's what the other thing too, is even if we don't win, it doesn't matter because I've learned so much. We've made so many relationships and I don't, I don't plan on quitting anytime soon. I mean, I'm no politician. Don't get me wrong. Like, you know, but uh, this is something like being able to take care of my community is important to me. And that's one of the reasons I think that we keep the clients that we do. And, and then, you know, I have a lot of repeat offenders, we call them because, <laughs> you know, we, we take pretty good care of people. And that's the goal is to give them, even if we mess up or even if we know we're wrong or we can't do something about it, we will certainly try to make it up and fix it if we can. Mm -hmm. I think that's what, I mean, that's the best part of the deal is just trying. Right. And you, you know, I think you've, you've said to me before, um, can I get this? You got, I don't know, but I'm going to know the next time I talk to you. I mean, I love that philosophy. That is your philosophy major. Exactly. But, <laughs> but I love that because you're, you are a fixer. Yeah. And, and, and I think our community needs a lot of fixing oh, and 100%, 100%. And we don't even know. Oh, we don't know what's coming. I mean, we're, we're hoping that events and everybody comes back on and we're hoping that things build back up. We don't know. Yeah. And so we can just do our best to kind of plan. And I think, I think that's where we missed the ball. We don't have as much planning going as I would prefer. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of where I, there's a planning. Yeah. Too. That's where my, the organization kind of gets me a little stressed out whenever we don't have a, whenever I can ask them a question and they're like, well, we don't know. I'm like, how do you not know? Like, you know, in talking to you and my question of what makes you like, what makes you the representative, the council representative for district nine, you're explaining this. You were explaining this the entire time. You are a planner. You are a visionary. You know, you can listen. I mean, my goodness, you, you, you took the time to listen to homeless people and asking them, you know, showing them this is what we'll have. Yeah. A bunch of charger plates. You yeah. Know what you I mean? don't want these. I mean, you if you want, want one, you can have one, but exactly. you don't need it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, and that's what I say needs versus wants, just trying to say, okay, what do you need? And, you know, trying to give what we can give and help where we can help. It's been a rough year on us. So we're, and we still give everything we can. We do a lot, you know, we work with every charity we can to give them. 
and help them make as much money as we can. I know it may not seem like we're giving our time, but when we go and donate and show up and give all the things that we can give, Mm -hmm. we certainly try. Oh, of course. Yeah. So yeah, of course. I mean, and it's, it's our human nature, but then again, sometimes we're selfish people too. You know what I mean? I mean, we were, I was talking to a friend the other day. um, I had him on the show and Black Lives Matter. And he just looked at me and said, did you go to a protest? And I said, no, I didn't. I was so embarrassed, so embarrassed. And he said, why? I said, because I thought you were mad at me. And I was just being honest. And he said, I'm not mad at you. I mean, you know what I mean? But me to listen to him and him to listen to, Correct. you know what I mean? Vice Everyone for- has a struggle. There is not one person in any group of us is not struggling with something. And so just having the ability to have the empathy to even listen is the most important part. Because when you have the worst day ever, you don't want someone to fix it sometimes. Sometimes you just want them to sit there and listen. If you've Complain. been married, you know exactly what that looks like. I don't need you to fix me, honey. I just need you to listen to what I'm saying to you and just, just sit there. And sometimes that's what it takes is just to let someone know that you're listening and that you understand and that you're able to to just try Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that's what I tell my kids, guys, I'm trying, like I'm doing my best over here. So just, you know, tell me what we got to do. You know, I don't know if male, female, if there is a dominant male, is it male or female that tries to fix? But Greg will say, I just want to fix this. And I just need to know, I just sometimes need to know, you just need me to hear you out. Mm-hmm. And if he does give me a solution, I'm mad. <laughs> oh, 100%. I'm like, I didn't ask for that. I didn't ask that. Oh, is there something wrong with me? Did you see something wrong with me? And right. you're like, like, wait, what? Right. I thought you wanted that. It's interesting. But yeah. you just want to be heard. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's a lot of people just want you to listen. And that that's what I'm kind of learning is, um, you know, I listen to what they want and what their problem was. Okay, so how do we fix it? And they're like, well, I don't know. That's someone else's job. I'm like, oh, okay, well, wow. I'll work on that. But you're right. I mean, that's what it's about, I think think is just just being there and the other candidates have you met Uh, I've met a few of them you have Mm -hmm. so how do you say I want to run for city council Uh, it's a what do they do do you try out are you well kind of like you know we're always all trying out you know is it like a cheer tryout or what it's exhausting it's I'm sure it's like putting your best foot forward but also like being real with people because you know social media is a funny funny thing and you can put anything you want out there but you get to see people when they're doing stuff. So I'm not super great at talking. It's not my uh, public speaking isn't my best part, but I'm more of a doer. And I think that's what most of the people that know me understand. It's like, okay, so if you tell her she's going to do what she said she's going to do. And if you need something fixed, she's going to fix it. And I think trying to, and I'm not my best hype man. My girls give me a hard time all the time. Like you're your only hype man. You have to hype yourself up. I'm like, I know, but that's terrifying and hard, you mm-hmm. know, because that's not, I've always been in the background. And so there's always been people, you know, that are in the front and, you know, doing the talking and I'm the person in the back fixing all the problems. And so this is my first time being in the front trying Mm -hmm. to explain to people like, Hey, I'm your girl. Like I'm here, like I can do this. And so it's been really, it's been a transition for me trying to be in the front instead of, you know, being the the fixer in the back. So this is a a new journey for sure. This is growth. Yeah. I'm excited about it. I love it. Like I'm excited to see what we can do and, and get done and have conversations. So. I mean, that is, that's amazing. So you, so you, to back up, you, you have met some, Mm -hmm. is there, again, people I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay. Everybody heard me, right? Is there a debate? So we will have a couple of those. So we'll have one um, on the 7th at Burnett Park. And if you follow, we all have social media, obviously. So if you follow those, we'll all have, uh, there'll be some online and then there'll be some in person. And it is a very diverse group of humans that are running for the city's 
for District 9, of course, but all of them really. <laughs> but ours is definitely a little different because you have a little bit of someone from everywhere. And it's very cool because we have, I mean, it shows how diverse we really are when you put us all in a line and you kind of look at us and say, oh, wow, you guys really are coming from all over the place. And I think everybody has something different that makes them awesome. Like everyone running has something awesome about them. And I think just trying to figure out which one works best for now and can handle the job in the situation is I kind of think the goal for what we're looking at. So. Okay. Where is the, where, I mean, where is a list of, of you and your, your the so, people um, running? So, um, you can go to the city secretary's website. It has a list of everyone's names and then you can kind of look them up individually. Um, Sabrina Renteria for Fort Worth is my website. And so all the other candidates will have their own website and you can kind of go and it kind of gives your bio and kind of what you stand for and what you're excited about. I mean, taxes are not that exciting, but everybody wants them fixed. So it's, mm -hmm. I mean, this is the worst job. I mean, we have trash and water, things that people don't, they're not sexy. No one cares about that stuff, but they do when they're complaining about it. <laughs> they do when no they one, don't have it. Yeah. No one wants to talk about it. So you need it. Right. So you right. always need it. So I think that's the part is trying to get people excited about it. And they're like, Sabrina, we don't want to talk about this anymore. I'm like, yes, you do. Because mm -hmm. it's so important to you. You just don't know. So trying to get people excited about it is, is my goal. And I'm telling you marketing, branding, every, every amazing company that does well has that. And I think that that's the one thing that we're missing is showing people how awesome we are selling our city and showing the people who live here too, like open lines of communications and selling them on our city. Like, I don't think they realize how awesome we are. So they I know I tell my mom every week, there's a new place. She's like, where? I'm like, I know. That's so, something. I mean, thank goodness. They're think, I mean, it's still opening. You know? Exactly. Oh, yeah. You know, we didn't stop. To, uh, I started this podcast January of 2020. And then, of course, what happened in March. And and then Paul and I, my producer and I, I'm like, well, we're not going to stop. I mean, we're not going to stop. I'm going to go broke, but I'm, I'm, I'm not going to stop. I mean, every Tuesday, we are going to have it. Now, we, it took a lot of creativity for us to do that. And because we were shut down and it took us a lot of creativity here and there. And mm -hmm. But, you know, you just, there was a lot of growth to me that came out of COVID. There's a lot of change and there's a lot of, there's things that didn't work out too well, yeah, obviously. Exactly. But, um, you know, it's just the person that makes up their mind to make a change or to do something and to have the, you know, now we're a year in and doing pretty well. I know everything's kind of, it looks like we're going back and that's what we want. We oh. just want to, want a normal life for my kids. I want them to not feel like it's their fault because, you know, they don't know any better. And so it's been really hard on them. Not. Your kindergarten. Yeah. Her first year was... We're tired. Virtual? Uh, Pre-K was. Pre-K. Virtual pre-K. Please. <laughs> I can't. It was so much. <laughs> I just, I can't even with it, y'all. It was crazy. I just laughed a lot. There was a lot of laughing. I was like, what? Yeah. You know? And so, and I'm not a pre-K teacher. Like, you know... You're my, not a teacher. My sister's a teacher. God love her. She's amazing. I am... That was not built for that. Mm -mm. I can coach softball because I can yell and let it out and get them, you know, they can run it out, but... <laughs> The, the teaching's not for me. So yeah, and I talk to those guys. And I do ask a lot of people. So so are teachers overpaid or underpaid now? Underpaid. Underpaid. Oh, completely <gasps> underpaid. I can't even imagine. Well, in my, our school, um, there's 25 pre cares in there. Can mm. you imagine? No. I'm exhausted even just in saying line. it. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm like, what do you need? Give what do you need? I'll give exactly. you whatever you want. So yeah. So does the city council, does the local government have anything to do with the school system. So that would be the school board. So city okay. council, I think we have a little bit, like I said, I'm still learning. There's a lot of pages to this rule book, a um, little bit to do with early education, but mostly um, it's going to be the school board. That's really? And that's a totally that's different. A, there's a whole nother set of folks running for that. And kudos to them because that is a tough life over there. Mm -hmm. Schools are tough. <sighs> and so just in, you know, 
I came from a small town. Like, well, how about this? I grew up in North Richland Hills and our parents moved us out of the country because they want to try the cowboy thing for a little while. And so we went to a, a town that had one school. There was no like choice. Like you just went to that school because that's the only one there was. Mm-hmm. When we came back to Fort Worth and we brought our family here, there were like 50 kindergartens and mm-hmm. private schools and you have to enroll and there's a choice program. And it was, it was so overwhelming to even learn about the education program because we didn't realize how much there was until you get into the city and you're like, wow. And so it's impressive for them to be able to keep up with all of that. Oh, my stars. I grew up in, like I said, a small town and there was one school. We were all in one K through seniors, kindergarten through seniors was in one little house. Like oh, a, no. there was 75 kids. That's crazy. That's awesome. It, you were going to lunch seniors sitting next to the kindergarten. <laughs> That's awesome, though. <laughs> that would never happen. I, I mean, imagine. What? Yeah. I mean, seriously. And I remember being that, that, that senior, and I remember being in kindergarten. That's so crazy. Is it's that really cool, though? I mean, not a lot of people. Not, not that. really. It's, you're like, not at all. It was terrible. <laughs> no, yeah. no, you know, it was a small town, and I'm, you know, I always laugh, small town girl. I am, and that's my roots. And, and but, you know, I graduated with 14 people in the top 10. Uh, me, I like it a lot. <laughs> that's amazing. I'm 14 of them. Yeah, no, well, I grew up in Azel, so we had about yes. 300 people. So it wasn't, it was small town. I mean, it's gotten bigger, but, you know, we used to drive 25 minutes to go to the grocery store. Like, we lived out in the country. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I'm Atlanta K with Atlanta K Art. She mm-hmm. always talks about, she grew up just not far from Ben. She's like, you know, on Fridays, all my friends would hang out. I lived out in the country and Fridays, I they, no, I'm not going back to town. Yeah. So it was like, no, no yeah. lie. Yeah, it's a 45 minute drive. I'm not doing that. Oh, yeah. There's days when you're like, I just won't eat. I'm no, too tired. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not doing it. Exactly. We get excited when we drive out to Fort Worth on the weekends. You know what I mean? We'd be so pumped because we're like, yeah, let's go out. It's a different world. Oh, and now yeah. look at you running for city, city council. I know. Fort's my home. I love this place. That, well, what what is something you could say to my followers and listeners? What What's something you'd say that you want voters to know about you? That you've not said that I've not so said. far. I know. And you've said a lot. I know. Um, that I want this. I want I want this for our city. I want there us, you go. I want us to grow. I want us to grow in the right direction that takes care of everyone. I want to keep our roots that Fort Worth is. I want it to stay the same, but I want it to grow at the same time. And I know that's a really weird thing to say, but this is such a great place. And we, we live here for a reason, right? So trying to keep those core values, what they are, and, you know, our city the way it is, but still allowing growth and bringing people in and showing how amazing, you know, our city can be so and selling it and there's so many things here i wish you could talk for hours and days you know we talk about going out to eat is our favorite thing you could never go to the same restaurant twice in the city mm. and still eat a mom and pop and wow. just go around like i take girls so we live in haltem city has some of the most amazing vietnamese food and thai food Does ever. It really? oh my gosh and they're like these little places that are hidden and i try to take the girls over there and they're like nope and then if you go off hemp hill there's like takarillas that are like amazing and so you go over there and you eat and you're just like okay i've taken my dad he's like why did i not know this was here i drive past it all the time just it's just authentic having, yeah and having like the having i know sounds guts to go over there and try something else is, is mm-hmm. huge and i think that people are missing on all there's some really cool cultures and, and people here in the city so well trying something new mm-hmm. which is exactly what you're doing yes oh yes this is definitely new so we'll see out of your comfort zone oh 100 percent. but in your passion i'm excited about it oh my gosh i mean that i mean that that's me okay so when you win on may 1st what do you, what happens you know well so we're gonna have so we'll be in a runoff is what's gonna happen because there's nine of us so you have to have 50 percent of the vote what I know. And plus some, so we'll be in a runoff for sure. So there'll be two candidates in there and then they'll do a runoff. So with nine, it's, it's 
the thing also, please go vote. Please find out what district, take five minutes, find out where district is, take 20 minutes to go look these people up on Facebook or Instagram and just learn about them because they do control your entire life. And I think you're missing if you don't, if you don't take five minutes, at least just look at them. And so, um, and then when that runoff happens, then we'll be going at it again. So, wow. I know it's a lot. That's a lot. It's a whole lot. And you're still running your business. I know. And people are getting married now. Oh, they're getting married now. And they're getting, it's full Big. Force. I know. We're waiting for our corporate clients to come back. We're praying they come back as fast as possible. So. They'll be back. Oh, let's hope. I know they're back. I need them. Well, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you because I tell you what I'm not going to do is run for city council. <laughs> I know. Everyone's like, why are you doing this? I'm like, because we need it. Someone's got to do it. Come on, guys. You know? I will vote for you for sure. I and Thank I will so want change. And I, and I, and I do. And what you're doing to show your, your, I'm seriously women myself. I mean, I am all about female and women empowerment. I mean, 1000% because what a change we've been through as women. Absolutely. And those women that are not voting, I'm just going to say it. Shame on you. Yeah. So many people work so hard to get you here. Take five minutes. I mean, it is five minutes of your day to go stand in that line and do it. That's all it takes is just, and then whenever something happens, you've, you've contributed that you've used your voice to show your daughter. Cause I mean, how are we going to expect our daughters to do stuff if we don't show them? You know, that's the big goal is, you know, I love my son. He's got, his dad's amazing. He's got a really good role model and, you know, I love that. And his, you know, we were co-parents. We do pretty good at that. And, you know, my dad and his, his uncles, and he's got plenty of uncles on his dad's side and they, they teach them something new every day. So he's got good role models. It's my daughter that I want her to have, like, you know, know how hard we work for this and to appreciate it. That's great. So, yeah, it is. It's true. It's great because I do, I had a, I have a couple of friends, not a lot that didn't vote because it didn't fit into their schedule mm. and they um, were afraid of COVID, but they went to the grocery store uh-huh. <laughs> and, um, but didn't vote, but then we'll complain about the election. Oh, it drives me nuts. It drives me crazy. Yep. And um, again, I don't, I don't get into debates about it at all. Now, Greg Blackman will, but um, you know, I just, but vote. Well, you don't have to tell anyone how you voted. No. And I try not to debate either because it's a personal choice, right? It so is. It, and, it, and your choice has a lot to do with how you live your life because everyone's life is different. And so that has a lot to do with what choice you make and that's yours to make, but at least go out there and put your, put your vote in there and, and at least contribute because that's the most important part. 1000 showing up. Well, I wish you the best of Thank luck. You, you know, so I much. adore you. You're I mean, on so many levels, your talent, your passion, and just what you're doing for the city. I mean, just, it, it melts my heart. And not even knowing. And shame on me for not knowing. And no, you're fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, now you know. So we're good. Now we know. Everybody good. So how so can we find you? Okay. So Sabrina Renteria for Fort Worth. Um, we have our webpage. You can go on there. We also have a ton of events coming up. So we've got some stuff in Oakhurst. We've got some stuff in West 7th. And you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. And it's just Sabrina Renteria for Fort Worth. Sabrina with... Uh, Sabrina Renthadia and four and then FTW. I know it's fine. You don't got to do it. You know, it's okay. Her last name. She can't said have it, so it not quickly. say it right. It's Renteria. So. Yeah. I said Renteria. She says you it much it. more beautifully than I do. <laughs> but yes. Yeah, so. Okay. That's your web. That's the website for yes, your ma'am. election. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So you're doing that. And then we can find you Vivian and Vine. Yes. Is your. Is my floral company. And then the perfect plan events is our planning company. And then we have the new fun marketing company, which I think you'll think is really cool. It's called Pugnacious. <gasps> It's so cool. You should see our logo. Uh, I have two new business partners, Crystal and Serene. They are incredible. And uh, Crystal's a marketing genius. And so our pug is the cutest thing you've ever seen. So okay. we've gotten into a lot more um, stunts and events and doing stuff like that, which is kind of cool because weddings have kind of changed. So we're kind of COVID pivot to some events and trying to make those a little safer. So 
Boy, and it takes, and it really does take some creative minds. Oh, I mean, we're, it's changing every day. The rules are changing. How can we, you know, sure. how can we keep people doing what they want to do? So absolutely. Well, friend, I wish you the best of luck. I appreciate your time, what you're doing to give back to the community and your time for me. And you supported me so well. I can't tell you how much I appreciate well, you. Thank so. you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Now, everyone, did you hear it? Go vote for sure. May 1st is the election, the final, but then it opens on April, April 19th. 19th. Okay, I got that. So go and vote and do your due, dil- due diligence and just let's make a change, everyone, and female empowerment and oh, so, so important. And everyone, you can follow me at Tiffany C. Blackman. Go rate and review this podcast and let us know what you're trying, what you'd like to hear from me. And everyone, have a fabulous day. Make a change and keep being fabulous. Fabulous.